You are listening to a conservative review production. Trust, but verify. You're listening to The Conservative Conscience. In Washington, politicians are full of half-truths and hot air. The Conservative Conscience is here to help you cut through the rhetoric and noise and explore the politically right way to think about the issues. You'll dive into one of the most insightful conservative minds in America. Conservative Review's senior editor, Daniel Horowitz. And along with co-host Joe Koss, they break down the major issues in Washington. You are now entering The Conservative Conscience. Welcome back to The Conservative Conscience. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz. This is a special edition. It is Tuesday afternoon. And uh, look, you know, I normally put this out on Thursday, Friday, but I, I'm in a bad mood. And, and I, I suspect many of you who care about the Constitution, care about the future of our country, some of the most important fundamental rights on the chopping block, um, the, the sovereignty problems, national security problems, the religious liberty problems. And yet all we hear today and this is why I just felt the need to put out a special edition now, is Trump, 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 Trump. We hear about, oh, Michelle Fields, the reporter. The reporter grabbed, the, you know, well, she was grabbed. His uh, campaign manager is now arrested. National Enquirer, National Enquirer. I mean, I didn't get involved in this field for this crap. I didn't get involved in politics to, you know, be asked by every radio show, oh, what's your opinion on, are you pro-Michelle Fields or anti-Michelle Fields? And, you know, this is the vicious cycle we've gotten into with the media and Trump. And, you know, let, let, let's dial this back for a minute. Why are we where, we, where we're at? Why, why are we at this place in, you know, this, this late hour with our post-constitutional republic? A big part of the reason is the media. The media tells people what to think, how to think, what's important, what's not important. And, you know, I always say m- more vital than the way the media presents an issue or their bias about a certain issue is what issue they feel is important at any given time, the prioritization. And this at its core is why we started Conservative Review. You know, even the conservative media that's really proliferated over the last number of years, a lot of these websites and radio shows, they think that they're pushing back or driving the narrative they're being driven by the liberal media. The liberal media basically determines what's important on any given day, and they're always reacting to it. Sometimes, you know, in a good way, they push back in a, in a sensible way. Other times, they get caught up in the media trap. And we need more constitutional conservative outlets to focus on the true important things of the given day. You look at my vertical, you know, we're proud of the conservative conscience. You go, uh, conservativereview.com slash author slash Daniel Harwoods. You'll see my conservative conscience page. Look at the last 10 articles there, and you'll see almost every issue discussed is a very important, whether it's national security, um, whether it's religious liberty, and it should be the top story of the day, but it's not. You know, how many of you knew that um, while we have a DHS secretary that now says illegal aliens are basically citizens. We are funding to the tune of 120 million border security, border security in da 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 Tunisia. <laughs> I mean, these are important things we need to discuss. We we need congressional action on this. We need systemic changes to our court system. This is the long form discussion we're proud to have at Conservative Review. This is the long form discussion that Mark Levin has on his nightly radio show, and this is what. You know, we're proud to have started 
um, affiliated with Conservative Review, LevinTV.com, the Levin TV show every night. And it's a serious, long-form discussion. I mean, you just look at my latest article, The Raging Fire Against Religious Liberty. And instead of all these quotes from this tabloid or this individual that is meaningless to the future of our republic, I have all these quotes about, you know, from Sam Adams, from John Witherspoon, people who signed the Declaration, they signed the Constitution, George Washington, Alexis de Tocqueville, explaining the role of religion in our country, the role, role of religious liberty, and how it's being affected, where you have individuals that are being coerced against their will with their own private property to service things that have that aren't just against their consciousness, but really have been considered repugnant by every major religion since our founding. And, you know, it doesn't mean everyone has to agree with that. With their private property, they could do what they want. But people who are Christians or religious Jews or whatever, you know, they should have the right, as they always have since our founding, because this is why our country was founded in the in the first place um and, and that's the thing i'm just drilling into this issue because as sam adams said in at the <clears throat> assembly in philadelphia just before he signed the declaration the and the kickoff of the uh war for independence he framed the entire fight for independence as a contest over whether there shall be left to mankind an asylum on earth for civil and religious liberty we don't have that anymore and these stories are propping up all over the place. But no, uh, National Enquirer, the lies being spread about Cruz, or you know Trump does this, and this picture of his wife here, and now this about Michelle Fields, and the entire day is Michelle Fields, Michelle Fields. Uh, you know, do you think she was right or not? I don't give a darn. Why don't we discuss what is important? But here's the problem. With all of the important issues raging in our republic now, the, the, the Supreme Court just out of control. You know, again, that's another issue we have as a headline. We don't have the, you know, Michelle Fields, Corey Lewandowski, Dust Up, or the National Enquirer as a headline at Conservative Review. Our headline for much of the day on Tuesday was the Supreme Court. So now, just to zoom back here, while the Supreme Court is concocting new unalienable rights, I mean, they're not unalienable rights, but what they consider to be self-evident rights that that are man-made. Oh, you have a right to a gay marriage. You have a right for a man to use a female bathroom. Um, states don't have the ability to say only men could go in men's bathrooms or to say, well, a marriage is, you know, a marriage like it always was. But somehow a state does have the ability. I'm hearkening back to this uh, <clears throat> public union case that came out today. Four Supreme Court justices in a 4-4 tie ruled to uphold the lower court decision, keeping intact California's law, coercing individual employees of the state government to basically contribute to the circuitous campaign finance operation of the Democrat Party. They have to uh, – imagine if I told you, you know, we're going to get control of a state legislature in, in a conservative state, say Utah, Idaho, Texas – and make them make a law that everyone has to donate. Everyone who works for the state government has to donate to Conservative Review. I mean that that's literally what's going on. They are they are coercing individuals to surrender their private property to give to one political party. I mean, basically, you know, because the unions funnel to the Democrats directly. So that is constitutional, but yet. 
state laws saying marriage is a marriage are unconstitutional. This is what we have from the court system now. I mean, this is the long-form discussion. I, you know, I, I, I really look forward to sharing with you all with my book, Stolen Sovereignty, um, how to stop the unelected judges from transforming America. But it's not just about the judges, about the bureaucrats. It's about our, our stolen sovereignty on a national level, on a state level, on an individual level. It's what Mark Levin discusses every night. This is what we're proud of at Conservative Review. This is what we need your help spreading the word as to what are the important issues. And these are the issues that should be debated in this Republican primary. I mean, you would think that's the whole point of a, of a national election in the middle of such social unrest, such upheaval. We'd be discussing these issues, not some unknown reporters having dust-ups with you know these guys. And you know, and, and I understand people are concerned about the um, you know, the the attitude, the tenor of of some of the uh, some of the Trump people. But what, what's more important is where does this man stand on the freaking issues? Where does he stand on anything? You know, just recently, yesterday, quotes were dug up from him saying just a couple of years ago how what a great job the UN was doing. I thought he was Mr. Tough Guy. I mean, we can't have these discussions because we are stuck in this vicious cycle of failure, vicious cycle of tabloid-driven media narrative where the media picks our candidate, the media picks our issues, the media picks our focus, and the pseudo-conservative media just, of all sides, whether they're supporting Trump or anti-Trump, they're just running with this from one end to another, and we don't have a serious discussion. And and here's what's going to happen. The more Ted Cruz surges in in Wisconsin, the more it looks like Trump's going to lose that and lose momentum here, the more Trump is going to distract with repugnant stuff not rooted in any of the serious issues why some people were backing him to begin with. And the media is going to flock to it like a fly on you-know-what. It it could be negative attention for Trump. It could be positive attention for for him. It could be a mixture of both. There's kind of this love-hate relationship the media has with him. But either way, they're going to continue to promote him as a personality, to promote all of the extraneous crap that is associated with him. And that's what it is. You know, everyone talks about, oh, this election is, is crazy. This election is silly hour. This election is so acrimonious and so negative. No, no, no. This election, it's, it's not the election. It's one man. One man and everything that's associated with him. And then the rubber band reaction of the people that hate him. And it, we go back and forth. And then Cruz and his issues completely get uh, lost in the shuffle. He you know, has no ability to stand out. And people don't even know there's another person running barely barely get, get gets a word in edgewise and yes this is trump's fault because you know if trump really didn't like the negative media attention about Corey lewandowski his campaign manager who's arrested with with assault charges or, or some of this other stuff why the hell won't this man debate ted cruz in the first opportunity we actually have to have a one-on-one debate which is really the only way to have a debate more beyond that it's just a forum it's a circus um, one-on-one, there's another week left to Wisconsin, why will he not debate him? And that's the way you will have some headlines focused on the important issues. Maybe we could d- discuss what went on in Georgia with religious liberty, what's going on in North Carolina with you know, the ACLU suing in order to have men walk into your 15-year-old girl's bathroom. I mean, these are serious problems. The contortion of fundamental rights the flipping of the constitution on its head 
the role of the courts, the the future of the Republican Party. The, you know, these are stuff. These are issues that will leave an indelible impression upon America. What happened with Michelle Fields, that reporter with Curly Lewandowski? Who, it's not going to affect anything. But again, because of Trump's persona, because of his ability to attract media attention no matter what, I mean, maybe Cruz just needs to just drop his pants and start mooning people. I mean, maybe that's a way to break break the, the media cycle, and then maybe he could command the bully pulpit and start talking serious issues. But this is a problem. But to return to what we originally started with, the media is responsible for this, but as conservative media, we have a responsibility to not follow their lead, to not engage in the groupthink of political Twitter and what everyone's talking about, to chart our own course. And, and this is what you know. our solemn promise is at Conservative Review. We're going to continue focusing on the serious issues, not in a boring, think tanky, you know, washed up way that that some people have been used to seeing from some of these you know inside the beltway dc think tanks and websites organizations but in an exciting way a passionate way an informative way again you know through print through radio through a podcast through levin tv we are not going to allow the media to define ourselves we swore up and down we wouldn't allow the media to pick our, our nominee but guess what the media is de facto picking our nominee by this having this endless focus on Trump, 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 Trump. And and you know, while it started out on some important issues, birthright citizenship, um, you know, the the problem with unfettered, unchecked Islamic immigration to our country, now it's just all about tabloids. I mean, who who needs this? Who needs a constitution? Let's just have the media uh decide what's important for our country. I I really urge all of you to to go to my page, Conservative Conscience. We are not going to get sucked into this. We're going to focus on what is important for both the presidential race, stuff within Congress, the court system, and uh, importantly, solutions, solutions that are very achievable, things that we need to be messaging. Let's not get driven into the tabloid. Let's not get driven into the gutter. Let, let, let's speak while, while they're speaking to you know, the worst instincts in people. Let's speak to the most lofty, the best instincts in people. Um, you know, at its core, some of the quotes I have in this article on my religious liberty manifesto of the day, you know, really speaks to the character of the nation that our founders envisioned. And they, they understood that a republic is only as good, a constitution is only as good as the society is virtuous and has a soul to it. And, you know, that's the thing we're seeing with this soulless tabloid driven media narrative where all of politics is now um, reality TV we don't have a virtuous society and we don't have the ability to restore a republic because we can't even have a discussion about what is important. Before I get too, you know, off off topic here, I mean that that is the rant of the day real short. Just wanted to share with you we will have a regular podcast at the end of the week. Thanks for listening to my rant. I hope to see you in the comment section, some of the emails you guys send me, Twitter at armconservative. Really appreciate your feedback as always. God bless and thank you for listening. This is the Conservative Conference.